Hello and welcome to Made Divine, the podcast by me, your host, Alina, a place where I share through my highest form of expression in hopes to inspire others to do the same. Thanks for listening. Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Made Divine with me. I am so happy, so grateful that you took the time out of your day to come and listen to another episode. Um, This episode is really something that I am passionate about. It's something that I really love to talk about, and we're going to go ahead and dive right in. So this topic is all about balancing our masculine and feminine energy and really inviting in a life of harmony. I'm going to be talking about both of the energies, really diving deep into what they mean, what they kind of manifest as into our daily lives. Um, So we, if you don't already know, we all have these two energies that reside in each and every single one of us, regardless if you are a male or a female, regardless of gender, we all have a masculine energy and a feminine energy within that really dictates the way we show up and the way we get things done, the way we reciprocate, the way we give, the way we receive, just everything all comes down to those two energies. And they both play such a significant role in the way we operate. So I want to preface by saying that you will never, ever have both of them completely in balance. It just really comes down. I mean, you will, but not always. Like once you have them in balance, that doesn't mean it's going to stay like that forever. There are going to be points of your life where you are way more in your feminine and there will be points of your life where you're way more in your masculine, but it just comes down to that knowing and that awareness of both of them and just knowing when you need to activate one more than the other and it just really changes the way you look at life and the way you show up so so basically simply put the first sentence i'm going to start off by saying is the masculine is the awareness it's essentially the consciousness while the feminine is the creation itself it's the source you need both you need the awareness just as much as you need the creation And before I really dive into my own kind of interpretation on this whole topic and my advice that I will give you to live a life of balance, I want to tell you this story that I heard when I was really just beginning my yoga path, my path of yoga and spirituality. And this is a story from like ancient yogic philosophy. If you're not aware of it, it's totally okay. It's just going to be talking about these two gods and goddesses, Shiva and Shakti. Shiva is essentially the male energy, the male figure, the male god, while Shakti is the feminine presence, the goddess energy. And in ancient Hinduism, like in the yogic philosophy, the story of Shiva and Shakti is kind of the myth, like the mythology of how the universe, how the world came into existence. And it's such a beautiful story, and that's why I'm going to start by sharing this story just to give you a little bit of a back story before I dive in. So so basically I'm going to go ahead and read this little excerpt and then I'll ex- excerpt <laughs> sorry <laughs> and then I'll go and explain it after. So 
In his state of complete and full absorption, he was unaffected by the external world. He was anchored in bliss and felt great contentment. But one day, Shiva felt a stir inside him. From a still, silent place within, the subtle pool of Kama, which is desire, awoke. This stir of desire grew into a rippling, pulsating field known as Spanda. Shiva opened his eyes from his millennia of deep, transcendental meditation. His gaze landed upon the figure of the goddess Shakti, dancing and weaving around him in beautiful spirals. As their eyes met, Spanda pulsed with an even greater vigor, and Shiva's longing for her grew. As the goddess danced, Shiva held space for the beauty of her form and movement. In that moment, the world was born. The goddess pulled a great cauldron out from the ether and poured in the element of earth. The cauldron gave birth to the great mountain, mountains, canyons, and plains that carved their way into our great and powerful planet. She poured in the element of water, which nourished the ground with rivers, lakes, streams, and divine oceans. She poured in the element of fire, which brought us summertime, blooming flowers, bonfires, and our sun-filled days. And finally, she poured in air, which brought us the great winds and gaseous chemicals that support all of the life on earth. These elements stirred and churned with the great spanda, pulsation of divine masculine and feminine connection. This gave birth to animals, plants, and the entire world as we know it. This story gives me chills every time I read it, and regardless if you believe in this religion, whatever it is, it's just a story that kind of ties in to the aspects of that divine masculine and that divine feminine energy that exists in each and every single one of us, regardless of our sex and regardless of our gender. So I'm going to go ahead and dive right in. So we're going to start with our masculine energy. So masculine energy is often associated with confidence, structure, leadership, action, logic, decisiveness. The masculine energy that's within each and every one of us helps us to really plan and just be focused and diligent on our paths and really provide like a sense of stability and security more within ourselves. But that's what the masculine really embodies. It's if you're living in a heightened state of masculine energy, you are basically embodying these qualities to pursue what you want, to really decide when, where, how a project is going to grow. You really are able to focus on the end result of a project, you know, like you really know what you want and how it's going to turn out. You have the ability to focus on one thing at a time, kind of breaking it up, you know, focusing on little goals before focusing on everything at once you have the ability to rely on yourself your individual achievements um, and you also can relate through entertainment and problem solving you're good at just fixing what needs to be fixed and these are all essential properties of embodying your masculine energy and for me specifically I struggle with really living out of my masculine um, more times than the other I really tell myself I need to be diligent if there's something I want I can't just want it I have to do it and I have to put in the action 
So basically for the man, the masculine, it's all about giving, you know? Giving is our action of the divine masculine. You give and as opposed to the feminine where the feminine is just receiving, but you need both to feel harmonious. So if you're out of balance in the masculine energy, you may lack motivation, organization, accountability. You may come across kind of as irresponsible to some people, maybe even to yourself. Um, you're probably a little insecure in certain areas of your life. You lack focus, boundaries, uh, assertiveness. It may be challenging for you when you have lost touch with your masculine energy, especially if you're someone who has so much desire and clarity on what they want, but doesn't have the motivation and the drive to really put it into fruition. So that's if you're deficient, you may experience those. And I'm not saying you will never experience those. Like you are never going to be perfect. You are going to experience these deficiencies at so many points in your life, but it's just becoming aware. That is what the masculine is. It's that awareness. Too much masculine energy, on the other hand, can also be detrimental and a little dangerous <laughs> to you and the people around you. So if you're too much in your masculine, maybe you're a little dominating, maybe you're pushing past your limits, you may be feeling burnt out, um, you're maybe too analytical, too logical, um, and you may lose your sense of curiosity and intentionality. You know, you work on autopilot, you are very into your routine and you see no other way out of it. Your ego may be super overreactive and Others may find that you are a little too critical, assertive, confrontational. You know, you may be a little too intense. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. We all have our points of our lives that we maybe reach too much of our masculine energy. But it, if you are aware of it, it may teach you to pull back. So now we go to the feminine energy. So feminine energy is often expressed as nurturing more fluid, artistic, intuitive, empathetic, emotional, and just really full of faith and hope. And you're really harnessing your, your feminine energy when you're able to just surrender to the flow of life, the ebbs and the flows, and just allowing whatever comes, but also whatever leaves, just letting it go. You are super imaginative. You're super inspired in your feminine energy and when we really embody the feminine, we're able to really just be sensitive, compassionate, gentle, and understanding to the situations that we put ourselves in or that life brings our way. Um, when you embody the qualities of the feminine, you are better able to really attract what you want, magnetically attract what you want without that force. You are able to hold space for projects to develop at their natural pace. So just letting them happen. You know, you do the work and you release the need to see the outcome as opposed to the masculine energy. You're focused on the end result. Um, you are able to enjoy the process of creation, like I said, without focusing on the end result, really seeing the bigger picture. You're able to work with others, create community, you really relate to others by listening, sharing, and nurturing, and you really easily can express your emotions. That's a big part of the feminine is just so easily being able to express yourself and your 
constant ability to speak your truth and really connect on a level that is so deep that sometimes the masculine can't. So if you're too little in the feminine energy, you can show up as maybe emotionally unavailable, creatively blocked. Um, Maybe you have trouble adjusting to change, you know, allowing balance. Um, There's a lot of lack of self-expression and just rigidity, you know, rigidity of like being and you aren't too sure on how to go about being you and like I said there's nothing wrong with that we all experience these parts of our lives and they teach us when we want to be more in balance with a certain aspect of ourselves if you are too much in your feminine energy (laughs) this is something I can relate with I have been I am very much in my feminine for those of you who know me I am very much in my feminine so for me it's been hard to kind of get out of that and kind of balance more into my masculine but if you are someone who is too much in your feminine you can a little be a little sheltering towards others you know not so much codependent but you really just rely on others more than yourself you may feel responsible for the well-being of others you may be way too emotional way too empathetic and even overly forgiving of others and your boundaries you may feel content to the extreme where you don't set new goals. Too much of the feminine essence can manifest as codependency, victimhood, and as a lack of emotional intelligence. So basically, there is no right or wrong, like I said before, but you really need to know when to harness one or the other because too much of one can, it can self-sabotage and it can really get in the way of your, your own being. So basically, to be connected with your masculine roots is to take initiative, initiative, be consistent, and to really work on your dreams, your visions. While being connected with your feminine is to allow the right opportunities and people to come your way while having faith that your actions will be rewarded. A balance between the two may look like keeping a to-do list, but being gentle with yourself when you don't always check off all the boxes, you know? Like perhaps you create a pro and con list for a decision that you have to make, but then on the other hand, you let yourself meditate and take some time in solitude to really feel the decision and let your intuition weigh in. So that's what I say by the balance is... I don't mean logic is bad and I don't mean intuition is bad. I mean you need both and you can't always rely on logic to get you where you need to go, but you also can't always rely on your intuition because it's like your intuition is a soul guidance while your logic is your, is more in your mind. And in order to really feel that you are on the right path and you are fully stepping into your power, you need both and it's a practice and it's not easy and it's something that I have really devoted to connecting with a lot recently is just knowing when my masculine needs to be activated and knowing when my feminine needs to be activated and knowing when I'm maybe a little too much in my feminine which is a lot for me (laughs) and knowing if I'm maybe a little too much in my masculine so it's just about balance. So now before I end this episode, I'm just going to give you a little bit of tips and just ways that I like to kind of come into my feminine and into my masculine. So to really activate your femininity, I would say definitely doing things that are creative, really creating art 
from a place of non-judgment and really just enjoying the process. So really just getting out there. If there's something that you maybe haven't done in a while that you used to love to do, maybe it's play an instrument, maybe it's paint, maybe it's sing, anything that really activates your creativity, just do more of that without that judgment, without that need to know what the end result is, just for the pure process and the pure enjoyment. Um, yoga is an amazing way to get in touch with your femininity because that act of focusing on your breath, but also holding space for the practice is the feminine in itself. Um, laughter, inviting in play, dancing, closing your eyes, moving your body, um, really like allowing yourself to be in relationship with people, not just romantic, just really surrendering to the openness of building that connection and trust with another human being, Um, really getting excited about things, connecting to your future, the bigger picture, big long-term vision goals, manifestations. What do you want years from now? Um, Really take the time to go out into nature, ground your bare feet into the ground, practice intuitive writing. This is like a powerful thing for me. Like one of the most things, number one things I would recommend to get in touch with your femininity is just sit down and write whatever comes to your mind. Sit down and get it onto paper. Um, Practice radical self-expression, speaking your truth when you feel that you have something to say, um, regardless of what you may think the consequences might be, just speaking your truth. Now, for the masculine energy, I would say definitely plan those times of your day. You know, kind of set aside an hour of your day where you're going to do those things that fulfill you, whether it's read a book, um, journal, do any of those creative things that I was saying above. Planning out an hour of the day to do those things that fulfill you on a spiritual, mental, energetic level. Um Put like boundaries on yourself. Tell yourself when it's time to stop working. Tell yourself when it's time to put the computer down, put the phone down. Really be assertive within yourself. Um, This is something that I really try to practice with when I catch myself too much on my screens. You know, sometimes I'm on my phone a lot. Sometimes I'm on my computer too much. And just really telling myself, this is it. I'm done. I'm closing it. And now I'm going to go enjoy the rest of my day. Maybe plan a trip, you know, like if there's something you really want to do and you've been saying you're going to do it, take the time and plan it. Put that initiative, that assertiveness in. Pick a result and a goal to work towards. This has helped me so much. And when I say this, I mean a short-term plan because since I'm very much in my feminine, I'm always so focused on like long-term, like this is the life I want. I am manifesting this, which is beautiful and it's so important to have that, but Really allowing yourself to break down that goal and really like give yourself like a three-month plan, even like a a two-week plan, you know, a week plan. What am I going to get done this week that's going to bring me one step closer to what I want? That is in itself like such an embodiment of the masculine. And ever since I started planning my days, my life has changed. Like I used to wake up and just be like, okay, what am I doing today? And now I really take the initiative to like, to like plan my weeks and just really give myself these short term goals that in the end show me way more like satisfaction and, and 
opened my eyes up to really see my manifestations coming into play because I give myself these little goals instead of these huge goals. And by giving myself these little goals, I'm able to really get them done and then move on to the next one and the next one. And it's just such a beautiful part of dropping into that masculine energy. Um, And yeah, just allow yourself to feel the joy of completing a passion project. Um, Another thing, like the last thing I would recommend to really step into your masculine is meditation. And when I say meditation, sit down and listen to what's going on in your head, whether it's five minutes a day, whether it's 30 minutes a day, whether it's 10 seconds. When you take that time and listen to what's going on in your head, you are building that awareness. And just how I mentioned before, awareness is a big, big part of the masculine energy. So wow, yes, this is a topic that I'm super passionate about. This episode did go a lot longer than I had planned to, but obviously I had a lot to say. Um, I am going to end this episode by bringing back the topic of the story that I mentioned in the beginning of Shakti and Shiva. And maybe now after you listen to this episode, you can kind of see it from a different perspective. So Shiva, that male energy, that male presence is the pure being in its stillness. It is the awareness. It is the container. While Shakti, the feminine energy, the feminine presence, is pure becoming in all her flow and creativity as well as her endless opening to possibility. So that Shiva energy, that masculine energy is the awareness, the consciousness, while Shakti, the feminine energy, is the creation, the source itself. In other words, Shiva, the masculine, is the artist, while Shakti, the feminine, is the art. So now you see that you need both, and you need both to thrive. You need both to go and get your goals. You need both to live a balanced life. And of course, there are points of your life where you will activate one more than the other. And it just all comes down to that balance and that awareness and just self-compassion. And I really, really hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Um, If you did enjoy, you can follow, like, subscribe um stay tuned for the next episode and also feel free to reach out let me know if there's something that really stood out to you from this episode i'm gonna end by saying you are divine even when you think you're not i love you guys have a beautiful day thank you so much